What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the second half is in full swing. Every team has played at least a game now in the second half. And we're going to do some recaps from Friday night. I would say the game of the night was definitely the Blue Jays' route of the Red Sox in Boston. They won this game by a score of 28-5. to That is a football score. I mean, that's a blowout in football, let alone baseball. A, a just... I don't know what to say. Obviously, a one-sided game. I mean, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. had six hits in this game. The Blue Jays had 29 hits, five homers, 49 total bases on the day. Just They just mopped the floor with Boston, and Boston did not look prepared whatsoever. I mean, they had a play where they gave up a inside-the-park grand slam because Ryan Mel Tapio was at the dish. And he hits a deep fly ball to center field, which goes, it actually nearly leaves the yard to be fair, but center fielder Jared Duran, Jaron Duran did not pick up the ball. It was lost in the twilight sky. There's a difference, by the way. I'm going to clarify that. There's a difference between losing the ball in the lights and losing the ball in the sky. There is, it's when, it's around twilight time. I don't know how to explain it. The sky gets a certain shade, a certain color where it's, it's not light, but it's not quite dark yet. Someone hits a fly ball in that. It's actually really hard to see the ball. It just disappears until it, until it comes back down. Uh, if, you, if you've played in the outfield at that time of night, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that's not a matter of losing the ball in the lights. Even if it is a matter of losing the ball in the lights. I think a lot of people don't realize that things like there, there are occasional situations, things like this happen, and it's not something an outfielder can control. It's completely out of their control. It's going to be a hit every time. It's not an error. It's not an outfielder's fault. But... What was his fault was the fact that he did not run after the ball. He he realized he, he couldn't find the ball. The ball lands like 60, 70 feet behind him, and he just hangs his head and starts walking towards it. And then Alex Verdugo has to come in from left field and pick the ball up. And by that time, Rymel Tapia is already on his way home for an inside-the-park home run, or almost home for and he makes it home for an inside-the-park home run. So it was actually inside-the-park grand slam. It really looked like a little league play. And the Blue Jays just completely walloped the Boston Red Sox. Every single starter had multiple hits in this game. Not just one. Every single starter had multiple hits in this game. I mean, most of their guys had at least three hits. It was just insane. Absolutely insane. And this is crazy because Nathan Evaldi started. He's supposed to be the Red Sox best pitcher. But he wasn't fooling anyone on Friday night. And the Blue Jays get a big win in Boston, 28-5. to If we head out to Seattle, the Mariners saw their win streak come to an end as they hosted the Houston Astros. Astros beat the Mariners 5-2. Jose Altuve hit a leadoff home run. Jose Urquidy went six innings of one earned run ball. Jordan Alvarez added with a home run of his own. His 28th of the year. Alvarez is back in the lineup after they rested him for some time around the All-Star break to give him, you know, get him healthy. Get him healthy. But at the end of the day, uh, the Mariners were on a 14-game win streak coming into this game, and they they saw that snap. They ran into a very, very formidable Houston Astros team. I am seeing that Kyle Lewis is back in the Mariners lineup. He was in right field. And... Uh, Jesse Winker was in left. Dylan Moore was in center. No Julio Rodriguez on Friday night. So that's interesting. 
So I am just keeping an eye on that because I want to see how they're going to mix that outfield group together. Obviously, Julio is going to start most games in center field. But, you know, Kyle Lewis is is obviously an outstanding player when healthy. He's actually got really good numbers so far this year. He hasn't played much, but he has an 856 OPS in his brief time. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. He only has 18 at-bats on the year, so he, he really hasn't played much this year because he's been hurt. But you have to believe they're going to want to pencil him in the lineup because I mean, this is someone who was the rookie of the year back in 2020. So we'll see. We'll see exactly what goes on in in the long, in the short term, really, for the Mariners. They will try again this weekend with you know, more, more matchups, more looks against this Houston Astros team who's kind of running through everyone right now. Let's head out to Atlanta where the Braves beat the Angels 8-1. Angels continue to fall into just a dark place. But Charlie Morton was on the mound for Atlanta. Six shutout innings with seven or not, with seven strikeouts. Sorry, Six shutout innings, which obviously means no earned runs. Seven strikeouts on the mound for the Angels. It was Otani. He got touched up a bit. He did rack up 11 punchouts in six and third innings, but he gave up six earned runs. And the Braves won this game by a score of 8-1. They brought the bats out you know, against Otani. Three homers, you know, Olsen, Arcia, and Ozuna each went deep in this game. If we head out to Oakland, the Oakland A's beat the Texas Rangers by a score of 5-4. Cole Irvin got the win for Oakland. Ramon Laureano went deep for Oakland. Um, I mean, yeah, this is just a classic AL West matchup against two Two subpar teams, if we're being honest. Not not a whole lot of big names in this one, but we're going to shine some light on them too because they d- deserve some love as well. I mean, Major League Baseball is Major League Baseball. If we head out to Chicago, the Indians beat the White Sox 8-2. Lucas Giolito got touched up for the White Sox. He only lasted three innings and gave up six earned runs. Cal Quantrill was on the other side for the Guardians. And he, he he got the win, five innings, two earned runs. I may I, I may have mentioned I may have referred to Cleveland as the Indians a moment ago, so forgive me. I meant to say the Guardians, still getting used to it. That is their name now. I will I will definitely try to be on that. And then if we head to the West Coast, Dodgers Giants rivalry matchup, Dodgers won yet again, this time a score of five one. Cody Bellinger with the home run. Tyler Anderson was on the mound for L.A. He was really good. Six shutout innings with six punchouts for him. Logan Webb was really good on the mound for the Giants. Six innings, one earned run, but the problem was in the bullpen. Sam Long came in and gave up four earned runs, and, and that was in the bottom of the eighth. That kind of did the Giants in. It was a late rally by the L.A. Dodgers, but usual suspects in this one, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, you know, yeah. Cody Bellinger with the grand slam in the in the eighth inning was really the was the knockout blow here. So this is where we stand now. This is where we stand. So you know, moving on to Saturday's games, there's a doubleheader in Chicago between the Guardians and the White Sox, and then you know other teams playing one game apiece. So we'll have that update for you next time. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.